Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Danger Knock Podcast. Today is a very special day. Today is February 4th, February, February. We never pronounce this first star, it's so weird. February, February 4th, and that today is special because it is the first year anniversary of the Danger Knock Podcast. So... February 4th, 2019 is the day that the first episode came out, and we made it to a whole year, albeit not consistent, consi- consistently, but we made it, and we're still kicking and still going, and I'm honestly very impressed with myself, the fact that I kept it going this long, but also not surprised, because I see, I see this podcast going places, hopefully, knock on wood. Oh wow, Siri's just listening to me, just trying to chime in. What the hell? Shut up. Listen, you're not a special guest. Calm down. Um, But yeah, it's been a whole year of me making dumb jokes and telling dumb stories and having fun guests. But yeah, we made it to a year. I'm happy. Round of applause. It sounded weird, uh, but I'm not going to edit it out. <laughs> but I had I had other plans for this episode. But um, I kind of put that on hold, maybe until episode 9. But this is episode 8, and I wanted to just talk about certain things that have transpired in the past um, week and a half. And so this episode may not be as funny or goofy as my older ones, or maybe more most likely the ones co- like to come in the future. But it's just some stuff I wanted to just talk about out loud. And I didn't really have a plan for this episode. Just hit record and per usual just talk freely and see what happens. But I did want to talk about one thing that happened recently that I just... It's like a pivotal moment, I guess, in time. And that's what I believe to be... um, Well, to me it was that... It's even hard to say it out loud. I, I can't even like bring it to words. But um, last two Sundays ago, so about a week and a half ago, um, I've I found out the news that um, Kobe Bryant had passed away, and I remember I remember when it, how it happened. I like woke up from a nap, like just a regular Sunday nap, and I just saw on Twitter. Um, one of my friends quote tweeting something that said um Kobe Bryant like passed away or died in a helicopter crash and I was like what the hell like it didn't it just seemed like one of those like stupid like stupid trolling posts that people do on like Twitter and Facebook and stuff so I was like what the hell so I clicked it and it was by TMZ who was reporting it and TMZ is known for gossip and stuff. So I was, I, I figured that they were just, there was a plane crash and they were just making speculation to get ahead of it and be the first to report whether it's right or wrong in this day and age. Being the first is more important than being right in terms of um, journalism. So it still hadn't like clicked or anything. I was just really scared though. And then, but I was looking, um, at the comments and the thread and they were saying that TMZ is like unreliable in terms of gossip 
in terms of like celebrity like relationships and just other like smaller things but they were kind of taking the side of TMZ and the fact that like they don't usually spread false information in regards to things of this nature which I'm guessing is like the death of a celebrity or of someone important and now like it 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 started sinking in and started well it didn't even sink in it just started getting scary so I was in my bed and I'm just praying and praying and praying that okay it's not true or it's not confirmed like no one I'm looking at other news channels and no one else is saying anything about it so I'm like okay this is probably just it's like it's a prank or false information or someone at TMZ got fired and this is what they did on their way out just something that anything other than what they were telling telling us um and then and then slowly but surely I guess I don't know if you know if that's the right term, but slowly other um, news outlets started reporting it, but then using TMZ as the source, so we don't even know. There's no other like correlating sources, so I'm just stressed going through Twitter, and it's so weird because Twitter is like the source of like when things happen like fast and you need like information fast. That's where it starts popping off, as opposed to like in the past, people would like only find out on news channels but so i'm like frantically searching and then slowly um the la sheriff's office i believe like puts out a report saying that there was a helicopter crash and there were people on it but they didn't confirm who but at this point it's not looking good and so my heart is sink like sinking and i'm so confused and then that day, and then when it finally starts to, like, uh, when people start, like, making their condolences posts and saying R.I.P. Um, Kobe Bryant and all of that, that's when it really started, like, getting real. And um, I didn't even know how to, like, process information like that because he was just in the news the night before. Um because LeBron had passed him in all-time scoring, and so they were doing, like, tributes to Kobe Bryant and all that. So it just didn't seem real. It didn't. It just seemed so out of nowhere and random. But then it started, like, getting real, and um, I, I just, I don't know. I just started thinking about it and thinking about what exactly had just transpired. And then, like, my eyes started, like, welling up, and then I just started, like, crying. And then... But I couldn't turn away from, like, social media. I had to keep checking and keep looking and keep going through it and keep figuring out what's happening. It was hard to stay away. And then um, uh, later on that in that same day, I went to go meet up with my friend, my friend Brittany. Um, and on the way there, like, I... like. I just had the uh, ESPN radio playing and then the tributes were going on and some people were reporting it and like telling their stories of Kobe Bryant and my, I'm like crying on the road like I could barely even see I'm on a highway with my eyes full of water I couldn't even like see properly and I'm I had to like just it's hard to get it together and like drive at the same time but I didn't want to not listen I don't 
part of it is like I didn't want to be alone to my own thoughts but also I just feel felt like this is the time where you need to know what's going on because it's going to happen eventually so you might as well go through it completely um and so that day was very rough um uh my friend um like comforted me and uh like it's weird because this is obviously not a person that we know personally but the impact that this person made Kobe Bryant on like people's lives and our childhood it's um it's remarkable and I'll and in my generation never before seen I guess because for us um Kobe was like our Michael Jordan so when we are growing up that's what we see as the epitome of greatness in front of us as it is happening not referring back to the past um so that's why I just it hit so hard and so out of nowhere and so random and then um in the days to come it didn't reality seemed weird um even the day after like I would just like randomly think about it and see posts whether it be like former teammates or just coaches or just people um talking about Kobe and what he meant to them and then my eyes would just well up and um I'd start like crying again especially on Monday too and then something weird happened like well not as opposed to what already had transpired but on the coming days after that it turned from a sadness to a weird type of like darkness and it and uh, although those things might sound similar it just felt different internally like it had the same it's like similar like um a similar feeling but a it but different where it just felt overwhelming darkness like just thinking about that situation and it didn't feel the the biggest thing that I like kind of wanted to talk about or how like I wanted to get off my chest and I've been saying like to people close to me like it didn't it doesn't it feels like we weren't in reality it feels like we are in like um like it was a glitch in the simulation um like it's like it shouldn't like it it's something that shouldn't have happened it's just like reality broke for some reason because he was such a fixture in our realities growing up and something you don't think of like he was lowercase g but like a basketball god in our eyes you know um so you don't think about the mortality of these people and especially someone who's in the prime of their life i mean coming off he's he was retired from basketball but he was starting like so much so many other ventures and still like going hard because a lot of people um who graduate from professional sports especially or graduate <laughs> retire from uh, professional sports kind of feel lost and don't know what to do with their life afterwards but kobe wasn't like that he had everything going and then um 
And not only that, um, I feel bad for not even mentioning it now, but all the people who lost their lives on that um, helicopter, um, I think it was like nine people in total, but another, it's, it's so, it's hard to even comprehend, but the daughter who, um, Kobe's daughter, uh, Gianna, who was kind of like Kobe's basketball, specifically protege, she passed away on that helicopter too. And it was like, when I got the news of that, it, it, that even broke me more. Cause like she was so excited to carry on her father's legacy and that just seems stripped away too and that's just another thing that i couldn't even comprehend like why would how would this happen why would this happen and then like now we're getting into like existential stuff but then you you see these kind of things happen and you just ask why but then when you're asking why you have to ask yourself then who are you asking why to so then you kind of turn to God and you're like, you don't, I, I asked why, but then I had to stop myself. Like, okay, you, you're not, you don't question like God's will or his actions or whatever he chooses to make fall into place. But then it's just so confusing. You just don't understand, but you want answers you want. And that's, I think, I think, now that I'm saying this out loud, I think that's kind of the darkness is of the darkness of no answers. And I get, maybe it can apply to a, a lot of other people's lives like depression and, and things that don't involve um, death or things of that nature. Sometimes we don't know what to do with our lives and there's no answer. And therefore that causes our darkness. So I'm maybe now figuring that out. That's what the difference was. Because that's that comes after the first jolt of sadness that comes with the loss of a person. It's kind of like the, the darkness that fills that void afterwards. But yeah, I can't. And then just looking at tributes after that, like Kobe's highlights. And then I would just like in the days in the week after I would like see it and then I would see like Kobe hitting a game winner or hitting a or um like dunking on somebody and I was like damn yeah I remember that but then I'm watching as if the previous previous events had not happened as if like he was still just alive and I'm just watching highlights but then after like two seconds or a second after I realized oh wait like this person who was doing this these things is not here anymore and then they would like start all over again and i would be chilling like like a, like even a week after like um just doing something and like having like even having fun but then like a thought will cross my mind and it would be like hey like kobe bryant's gone and you're like what like you, you don't even believe the news that you're reminding yourself it's so weird um and that was like something i never really felt before because i like around um springtime last year nipsey hustle died 
And that really affected me a lot because he he was an artist that I was listening to, especially like throughout high school and college. And not only was like he very lyrical, he wasn't even he didn't even have to be super metaphorically lyrical, but he was just so real in what he said and clear cut storytelling and raw like emotions and anecdotal like verses and kind of the drive that he had that he embodied in his music that could be applied to anything similar to how Kobe's drive to basketball could be applied to our own lives and how we choose to approach what we want to pursue and succeed at and and so oh man I think the vents just turned on so if there's background noise I apologize but um but yeah and so when Nipsey died I cried because there was like a lot of other stuff going on in my life at the time and that just tipped it over but and then I would see the tributes um to Nipsey and then I could like another another thing is I don't know if anyone else can relate to this but um when it comes to like prominent figures who provide like entertainment or like do things in the public eye it's hard for me personally to kind of re look like go over their catalogs or their history without like feeling overwhelming sadness and I can't it's hard for me to listen the same but I know that I should be doing it because it's what they created and it's what they would want because they created these things to last beyond their own lifetimes but and I must start doing it as like to remember them properly um like listening to Nipsey's music even when Mac Miller passed away man that was tough see and I'm just like just right now even it's happening again like thinking about these things like oh wait yeah Mac Miller passed away he was like a prominent figure figure in my like adolescence as well especially middle school and beyond especially for me like doing music he was one of those people like you didn't have to be like a I mean people were not like hardcore gangster rappers prior to that but like he just seemed like an everyday kid who could just do it you know and that was motivating and then like when people like him pass and like a lot of artists have been passing and it's just so weird um and now like mortality and stuff like that is becoming more um in your face and not some like because there's like periods of time where you just like don't even think about it you know and then people like and I'm just rambling right now I, I, I like I'm sorry I just needed a to make this episode talk about these kind of things and talk about it out loud because maybe I'm saying things that are on other people's minds that maybe they couldn't articulate or they just would feel comfort in that someone else is feeling the same way as them but I guess that's the purpose of this episode in regards to tragedies like this but now I feel like in the void of answers um it is I kind of just had to make it my personal goal just for my own sanity is to make an answer for myself of these situations. And it's hard because 
you feel so helpless in these kind of situations. But then you think back, okay, let's like dial it back. And why are we remembering these people? And you realize that these people have put in so much hard work and effort into their lives and into their crafts to be immortalized. And that is something to be celebrated. And for me, it's something to strive for. And that's why it just feels so um, almost fitting that this episode is episode eight. Um, and I'm going to be post because that's Kobe Bryant's number when he came into the league. And I'm going to be posting it on um, the one year anniversary of Danger Knock. And it's kind of just like reminding me like, hey, the things you do if you do them properly, can last longer than you do. And it's basically immortalizing yourself, especially through these kind of mediums that are on the internet and will last, I mean, essentially forever. And it's about what kind of legacy do you leave behind. Um, Mac Miller's music will last forever. Kobe's influence will last forever. And... I mean, everyone goes one day, but it's like, what do you do to keep a piece of you here forever, you know? And you don't even need to become famous to do that. If you leave lasting imprints on the people around you and make the people around you's lives better, people will remember you. Um, and not only will they remember you, whatever you benefited them with, even if it's just through knowledge or comfort, friendship, love, if they carry that on, then that is just an extension of you. Um, so what, whether it's through the art you make, through the work you do, through the effort you put in to the people around you, or for the community, for the world, every action you do is an extension of yourself that will emanate like throughout. And so it's important to put out the best possible version of yourself, not only for yourself, but to make sure that when other people see it, it's kind of like they do the same. And then the, the, the domino effect carries from there. So the tragedy of Kobe's passing kind of like maybe started a different domino that was his that's going to set in motion things that maybe will be great. And then maybe, it, I mean, I that's what I'm just trying to tell myself to find reason, reasoning in this tragedy. But looking back on it and looking back at the other people who have passed, it's even more reason for us to do amazing things and us for to make the people around us um happy, comfortable, um, loved, and keep the people who did that work, um, their names alive. And um, yeah, like it would be a disservice to these people who worked so hard for us not to work just as hard or harder to leave legacies just like them and to not forget them. And hey, well, it's 23 minutes and... I think, you know what, I'm going to end this at 24 seconds. And for those who know, will know why. 
So I will see you guys next time. Peace.